Welcome back, friends, to our podcast, Cheeky Vibe, Peaceful Life. My name is Michelle Moss, and today I'm interviewing one of my favorite people in the world, um, who you guys have heard about a million times because I always reference my friend, but today I'm interviewing Ray Smedley. Hi, Ray. Hi, Michelle. Thank you for inviting me. Well, I'm so happy to have you, but I have to admit that Ray is a hesitant interviewer <laughs> because, yeah. and you know, and, and I'm going to toot her horn and she's going to be embarrassed, but Ray is, I've known Ray for, I don't know, 20 some, how many years, long time, a long time. And, um, Ray has always been someone I've looked up to and admired and has got her hands into everything. And she was the principal of the school at Alliance middle school. When I was on the care team as the therapist, as part of this program. And that's how I met Ray. And so we've worked together and, and lived life together because we came, became best friends. Um, and then to, when I've been asking Ray and asking Ray, Hey, Ray, come on the podcast and we can talk about how you are such this amazing lifelong learner. And that's the term that's the lifelong learner you know, as an educator and as all these things she's putting in. So what, where did you get this fire to always be learning? You know, I thought about that because I knew you'd ask me that question. I really think it's because my mom encouraged that when I was a kid. Um, from the time I was young, she would send me to the YWCA to learn something or the art museum to learn something or the natural history museum. She was constantly having me go learn things. And she was a teacher. Mm. So she would bring, you know, it was always a, a class at our house. Um, she would go golfing with my dad and find duck eggs and bring them home. And we'd raise ducks and learn about ducks and read about ducks, you know, so she was always doing that. And every time we went on vacation, we were learning things. So I, I really think it's from as a child doing that. When I was 11, my mom convinced the lady who cleaned our house to take me to Germany for a month. Because <laughs> she thought it would be a great experience for me. And, you know, who would send their 11 year old into a situation where no one spoke English except oh my gosh. with. And, but, you know, that gave me this, this um, way to see the world that was different. And it encouraged me to travel in ways I that say, I yeah. You know, would have, yeah, without that. And, and traveling. I mean, that's, that's wonderful. And then, you know, I mean, there's so many things I want to touch on and, and, you know, I want our listeners to get this great piece of who you are, but you know, when you talk about traveling, even when things are roadblocks are put up and this is just one of the instances, cause there's a million when the pandemic hit. And I love this. Um, you were doing things virtually. Tell me some of the things that you did virtually. Oh, I started taking classes online. I took an art therapy class um, through Tri-C. I started looking, you know, I'm over, you know, I'm in the senior citizen category right now. And so I started looking for all the places I could take free classes. And I signed up at Tri-C. Which, which I want to point that out to some of our listeners who may be older. You can audit a class. Yes. Right. Explain that a little bit before you go into that. You know, it depends on the school. They all do it differently. And try see, I, I actually applied and became a student and went in and signed up for the class. And um, 
and that's, I don't remember the age. You can, sometimes it's over 60. Sometimes, you know, they, um, sometimes it's just people that um, live in the area that are, you know, uh, even younger than 60. But for me, I, um, I was able to do that through Tri-C and I really enjoyed that art therapy class. That was the beginning of the pandemic. Then I started looking into other things and I found the Siegel Lifelong Learning Center through CASE, which has um, been great. That one, there is a cost to some of the classes, but I've really enjoyed that. And I took um, I took my economics class. Uh, well, can, I, can I just say again, most people dread economics, hate economics. I mean, not most people. There are people that love that for their field, but I hate it. And you're taking it to learn more about it. Well, I, you know, I, I thought I've always wanted to take the classes I, I missed mm -hmm. uh, things that I hadn't taken when I was a student in high school or college and economics was one of them. And I've always been curious about that. So I found a class through that like lifelong learning center and took that. I'm actually taking a second class um, in November on the, um, American economy and the state of the American economy, which I think will be really interesting through with the same person. These, those are specific to classes that are just um, to learn, you know, just for, you know, your own edification. They're not classes where you would um, be working toward a degree. I've, I've thought about going back to try see actually what I'm looking for now is a class in botany because I would love to take a botany class, but I haven't really found the exact one that I would like to take it. So during the pandemic, I took a number of online classes. I also took, uh, I did some lecture type classes where they would just talk to you and give you information. Like I took one that was five weeks long on Bob Dylan and his music. And that was fascinating. But probably the most interesting thing I did during the pandemic was to hit upon um, the rain garden class. Oh, I was just going to, I had already just yeah. written it down because this yeah. is so cool. I, yeah. I, we have a, we had a very wet backyard and so somehow I found the Cuyahoga Valley Sewer and Water District and the fact that they were teaching rain garden classes. And so, oh golly, when was it? A year and a half ago, maybe now, um, I took an online class and that was just the most interesting thing. I learned more about um, Ohio native plants and rain gardens. So then we, we my husband, bless his heart, um, really helped. We built a rain garden in our backyard and we diverted our water from the roof because storm water then goes right into your rain garden. And we followed all the directions and it took us quite a while to get it built, but it's fabulous. It's oh, it's beautiful. Perfect. And and again, you took the yeah. learning piece. It yeah. wasn't just learning about it. Then yeah. you implemented and yeah. created this beautiful thing just from an interest in rain gardens that came up. And it, it really is helping with our backyard. It helps. So, and I know that in Stark County, they've been publicizing that recently. Um, some friends of mine in Stark County have said that they've heard about the rain garden classes. So if you have a problem with water in your yard, or if you're just interested in helping the environment, because it, what it does is it takes water and it filters it before it goes into our, our uh, water, our waterways. And it's just really, really interesting. But yesterday I was out in my rain garden doing something and my husband said to me, you, you probably didn't think this was gonna be so hard when you started the class, did you? And I, that's true. It has really taken it's a work. lot of time. But 
it's worth it. And so, yeah, that was, that was really, really an interesting class. So I would, I, if anyone's interested in that, I would be happy to talk to you about it. I love that. And I love that it, you just, it came to something to, to, that came to fruition in your own yeah. utilizing something of your own. And then you're not the only one though, because your husband, our dear, dear friend, Brad, Brad Smedley um, also does all kinds of learning. And during the pandemic, tell us, tell our listeners what your husband did. You know, he said his, his love is music. And so he's, always taking music classes. But during the pandemic, he found a guy in Israel and he took a class that went on for, I think a year. It was a long, long, long class where he would meet every week, but then he would have individual classes. And it was, he was learning a real specific way to play gypsy jazz rhythm guitar. I mean, it was really focused and he loved that um, and spent a lot of time having these zoom classes with this man in israel um now he's he's moved on and now he's playing accordion um he's back to accordion he used to play accordion so now he's he's completely immersed in irish accordion and finding <laughs> online and classes and things for that as well so it, yes he has done that he um he loves to learn and he loves to um you know figure out whatever music he's doing and since he's retired he's able to spend a lot of time doing that but the great part is again it's like he's learning something but but he's yeah. not just in taking it into his into his mind he's utilizing it and playing yeah. i mean he has a great gypsy jazz band called hot jang and they play all over cleveland and and they they're amazing but to take these classes again we're all separated during the pandemic you guys found ways to connect not only to something that is interesting and you have a passion for but then people in israel here he is learning from a guy in israel i mean this is yeah. the beauty of what some of the things that have changed i know isn't that interesting and yeah. even even the irish part that you're doing unfortunately um my friend ray had a knee replacement in june and then fell and then had to have another knee replacement on the same knee which put off their trip they were going to go to Ireland and and Brad was going to play in these Irish yeah pubs in these bands and and I mean it's such an interesting thing and hopefully you get to that later on as you convalesce and get better um but again taking that not only to that that incorporates the travel piece and the learning piece and the experiential piece I mean that's just the beauty of this couple that I love so much yeah and we do we love to learn things together um and Brad is so curious about things like food. He's so curious about food. So, and this was his idea. He said, okay, let's, let's pick a genre of food and then we will, um, we'll cook different recipes and we'll keep notes on that. And um, we'll become experts in a certain type of cooking and then we'll move on to something else, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and he really loves that, which is fun, you know, because. Um, and you can do it together. Right. And he's taken over cooking really during the time that I wasn't able to walk. And he's, he's really been great um, learning different kinds of things. He'll make food that is just incredible. And, um, and that's kind of fun. And we're keeping notes about it as well. I love that. And it's also, you know, that not being afraid, not letting fear hold you back applies to this as well. You know, whether it's cooking something that's different or something you've never cooked before, it's learning that and not being afraid to take the test. And maybe there, I don't know, maybe there was something that didn't turn out perfect, but it doesn't make you stop from doing it. And even you guys 
I love that you do different things. Like we've been invited to your home for your Thanksgiving kind of, it's not traditional Thanksgiving. It's a hot pot meal. And, and you guys do this amazing thing where you put all these things together and kind of explain that to our listeners because well, I've been a pleasure to be involved in that. We, um, I have three stepkids who are um, grown, but um, you know, twenties and thirties and they, um, they would come to our house and their mom lived close. Well, she loved making a Thanksgiving dinner. And so we thought, well, this is ridiculous. We shouldn't be making two Thanksgiving dinners. Let's try something else. So our tradition became the day before Thanksgiving, we would make hot pot. Um, Brad, through his job, traveled to China many, many times. And um, hot pot, if you're not familiar with it, is uh, it's kind of like Chinese fondue where you have a, um, a broth and you put all kinds of different kinds of food in it and and then eat it and then be, it becomes a soup later and you drink it and it there's a lot of tradition that goes with hot pot well over the years we've perfected that and we've had golly how many people maybe 10 or 12 people yes. when you came to our house and we, we do it every year the day before thanksgiving and the kids love it because it's something different and you know they're not eating turkey twice right. and um and, and it's really become a special thing for us. Um, Kathy, our Kate, my um, stepdaughter from North Carolina, always makes a, you know, a special trip home just for that because, you know, it's, it's something that is. Um, it's your new tradition. Yeah. And we make all kinds of little sauces and, you know. It's, oh, it's, it's unbelievable. And it's and all kinds of meats and different things. And yeah. it's yeah. great. But again, that takes in the traveling because, you know, he went to China and tasted some of these new things that he hadn't maybe had and then incorporated incorporated that into not being afraid of trying it and putting this all together. And now it's a new tradition, not new. It's how long have you guys been doing it now? Oh, I'm thinking eight or nine years. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. That's, I, I mean, I love it. Again, that's the epitome of you guys. And, you know, I don't know. Are there any other learning things that you can think of that you want to mention before I dive into how great you are with your altruistic tendencies. Oh, you're funny. Um, well, let's see a couple of things. Another thing that was soon after the pandemic, um, I really wanted to get involved in dog sports again. Oh yeah. And so um, I took my dog, we, Brad and I had done dog sports at Cleveland Albury training club several years but recently we haven't so I thought you know I really want to do something with one of my dogs so I took one of our dogs um and we began learning scent work and we just love it I mean it is just this whole new it's it's another rabbit hole to go down but it um Manchester is the dog I've taken and we um is it just you and Manny or does just me just me and Manny um we've competed a number of times and he's done really well and um, I had to take a break because of my knee issues but I'm going to go back in the next couple of weeks and so I'm looking forward to taking him back he, um, it it is really just a whole different way to look at um, spending time with your dog mm -hmm. and especially for an older dog that doesn't have can't jump and can't do that kind of stuff it's really been fun and i'm sure that there are places in star county where they they're competing in scent work as well um, it's where they have to identify um, a certain scent and then it's hidden and they have to find it and then you guys have won haven't you won yeah we've done really well yeah. um, we had to um you have to 
um, you have to watch the dog and know that they're identifying the scent. And so, and then it just gets harder and harder and harder. And there's lots of different um, levels. And so we've been kind of moving up and enjoying it. Which, which I have to say is another part of learning for you because when I met Ray a hundred years ago, <laughs> Ray was a cat person. She loved cats, always had cats and hadn't really had dogs. So this, and then, meeting, yeah, then, then, Brad was a total dog person and this was a whole new thing. Now, not only do you have cats, but you have your three dogs that you love and has been this huge part of your life. So much so that you go and do this scent work with Manchester and who would have ever thought that when I met you, I never would have envisioned that to come down the pike. Right. Well, you never would have thought I would be a camper either. Oh, that's the other thing. I know there's, that's what I'm saying. There's so many things. People laugh at me, especially friends from Alliance who, you know, knew me before I was married to Brad. The fact that we have a camper and we we go places in our camper and we have three dogs is just kind of funny because it's so different than my life was <laughs> prior to. But yeah, we love camping and um, we, I just and think I learned cool. a lot about cooking over the fire and you know (laughs) travel and it's it's been it's been a whole new way to travel for us what's so beautiful is that you're you know we can get stuck in the mud and not move forward or not try things new but you have done so many things even since I've known you that you've grown um, that you've tried, that you've not only tried, but embraced and become part of your regular routine, like camping. Like you guys have your, your amazing Airstream up at Geneva on the lake. And so we go up to visit you, you know, and do the wine tours while you've got your little spot there. That's so beautiful. And I, again, I never would have thought that of you, but, but no. look, look how, again, part of that too, is being plugged in and having a partner, right who you learn from him. He learns from you. You try new things. You, you know, that's, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Yeah. And people would always ask me, do you really like that camping thing? And I, and for a while, I remember saying, I like it because Brad likes it mm-hmm. because he, he is it, just his happy place. And the more I do it, I really like it as well. I, I enjoy it. Um, it's just a whole different mindset when you're in a camper or you're traveling and, um, you're in the woods. It's I, well, and you've you've had some amazing campgrounds that you've stayed at, like in Las Vegas and the in the, yeah. the you went to the was it the Dave Matthews Winery or well that was in Virginia, yes. But you were all over. You've done you've toured the whole country with the camper. Yeah. We've been well, we took it to California and we were gone two months and then we've taken it down south a number of times. And yeah, we were going to go to Nova Scotia this year, actually, probably right now, but um decided not to just because of gas prices back in the spring when we were planning this. So we, that's our next trip that we'd really like to do is to go North to Nova Scotia. That's again, the continuous to continuing to grow and uh, to try and to to live any other, any other, I I mean, again, as we talk, I'm like, Oh yeah, there's this and Oh yeah, there's that. Um, What else are, what other things are you, I mean, I can go into what I know you've done for me, but what other things can you think of? Well, um, my, my other rabbit hole that I'm, I've gone down recently is, you know, I, I love podcasts. I love to read and I love, um, you know, books on tape and, um, those kind of things. But I got very interested in a podcast called on the ledge, which is a woman in England who 
um, does a houseplant podcast. And somehow that really encouraged me to um, start to collect Hoyas. And so I don't I'm even know what's a Hoya. Fascinated by Hoyas. It's a wax plant. There are maybe 400 species of Hoyas. And I've, I've just gotten so curious and interested about planting Hoyas, growing Hoyas. Um, it, it's, it's been really fun. That that's kind of my new thing that I, I, um, people kind of laugh at me because I even made a, uh, <laughs> I made a spreadsheet or not a spreadsheet, a PowerPoint of all my Hoyas and when I got them and what they look like now as they grow and how I'm trellising them. And it's been, it's been really fun. That's one thing that I'd love to learn more about. So that's my Hoya collection is something that makes me really happy. This is so <laughs> This is so new that I didn't even know about this, my friend. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I not to, to talk too much about everything just because it seems so odd but no it's, it's really beautiful that you're there's so yeah. many new well, things. Then come to my house I'll take you on a tour of my Hoyas I love that <laughs> and you know what I the theme I've heard over and over and over and over again today talking to you is curious curiosity I'm curious about this I'm curious I'm interested in this if you're curious about something yeah. listeners or you're interested in something listeners Go explore it a little bit. Learn something about it. Right. And here's my advice on that is there are so many ways to find out about things, but unless you write them down immediately, sometimes they just go away. So that's one thing that I think is really important is just keeping notes. Um, I have, I use my phone, those reminder things mm -hmm. on your phone where I just write things down. But if I, hear about a book or hear about something I want to read about or just something that I want to find out more about, I write it down right then. And then I go back to them and then I can find out more about it or read or, um, and I think if I didn't write it down right at that moment, I would just miss it. So just keep notes, keep a little notebook in your purse and write down things that you might be interested in. I love that. Keeping track. Cause you're right. You know, it goes in and you think about it and right. if you can write it down, right. it just goes out again. Right. All right. Well, I'm going to talk about something that is, is, is something new that you've had to learn and that has benefited me and, and our nonprofit, another act of kindness. So as I wanted to put together a board of people, you know, I'm reaching out to friends saying, Hey, you know, would you be interested in being on the board? And again, I'm just going to name just a few. Ray has been president, vice president, secretary. Uh, she's done all kinds of things between junior league, YWCA, domestic violence shelter, big brothers, big sisters. She's even been on a, a sub board of for United Way in the area. Um, she's done many, many different things. Um, and so I said, what would you like to do? Would you be on the board? And, and Ray said, what? What'd you say, Ray? I said, sure, I'll be on the board. Um, I said, I'll do I can do anything on the board except be the treasurer. And, and so, <laughs> Ray, what is your position on our board? Now I'm the treasurer. <laughs> and that, I just that just kind of fell into me. And it really makes so much sense when I think about it, because I always advocated when I was working, you know, as a volunteer was volunteering is a time to try new things. This is not, it, you know, it's not a paid job. So it's great to try something you're, you've never done before. Well, you know, talk about putting my money where my mouth is. I have, it is so out of my comfort zone to be the treasurer. And 
but it's been really fun. I've You've really, done a great job. Really You've done a great it. job. I've, because we started from nothing, you know, as when, um, when Michelle, which incidentally, you know, you all know what Michelle is like and how incredible this woman is. She, she of course you would say, sure, I'll, I'll help. And uh, we, we started last spring and, you know, she was just making it happen. And so I just started kind of trying to figure out how to be a treasurer and it, <laughs> It, um, I started asking people, I asked the, the, a treasurer friend from the junior league. I asked a treasurer from, um, Cleveland Albury training club and, you know, what can we do? What, how do I do this? And then Michelle connected me with an accountant. Mm -hmm. Justin, Justin. Yes. Yes. And he, uh, he had a conference with me and, you know, I showed him what I was working on and he told me, he gave me advice and, you know, I've really enjoyed it. And, you know, I'm somebody who I don't even balance my checking account. I, you know, I'm, I'm very casual about things. <laughs> Anybody who knows me knows that I am not, I'm not the penny pincher. In fact, funny story. I told my secretary um, from when I was a principal, uh, Lena, she, um, she was a secretary, one of my secretaries at two different schools and she's a real money person. I ran into her once and I told her I was going to be the treasurer of this group. And literally she was crying. She was laughing so hard because it's just so unlike anything I would do or anything anyone would think I could do. So, but it's, it's been a great learning experience. And um, I was, you know, after my second fall, I had to, I had broke my femur and I had to spend a couple of weeks just doing nothing where I was just rolling around on my, um, my walker. And I told Michelle that luckily I had my treasurer work to do because it really kept my mind um, focused. And um, it really helped me a lot when I was not able to do anything else. And I was just thinking about myself and how much my leg hurt. So, um, you know, I, I'm grateful for it, but it's been, yeah, it's, that's certainly been a new thing for me. Well, and you've done a great job. And, and again, when you didn't know what you were doing, because it was something you've never done, you researched, you asked for input, you talked to people who've done it before, you talked to the accountants, you can you asked me, you know, do you have an accountant? Can, is there something buddy we can talk to? I mean, you're just, you problem solve, you, you know, you go through these things, you're a good decision maker, problem solver. Um, but this is the, this is why I love my, my support network because I have so many amazing people in my life. And Ray is just one of them who, if there's a task, Ray will do it. And if she doesn't know how to do it, she will figure it out. And she has done an amazing job as our treasurer. And thank you for all of the things that you do, because it's, I can't even, I mean, as I'm listening to this, I'm like learning even new things about you. And I think we know each other really well. Um, but it's, it's, it's a beautiful learning and curiosity and interest and keeping notes. And that's not even counting um, when you talk about travel and you talk about the art museum, you know, Ray also um, still volunteers. Well, she obviously volunteers at another act of kindness as treasurer, but she also is volunteering, um, continuing to volunteer as a, a member, inactive member. I don't know what they call it for junior league. They're look, they're putting together this committee for women of the year. She's involved with that. She still volunteers at the playhouse theater, like the, which is a great perk because you guys get to see all the shows, right? You, so you're a red coat. Explain that a little bit. Yeah. If, if anyone lives in close enough to 
the Cleveland Playhouse. Um, we, Brad and I, well, the way that happened was I said, let's do something together. So Brad and I were going to do some volunteering and um, I made a list of all the things I thought we could possibly do that would be a good Wait, way. I'm getting a the list. That's kind of one of your- Yeah, I love lists. <laughs> I love, I love lists. I do. I, and I love to rank things in order to, I don't know. It's just <laughs> a thing. Anyway, so I made a list of things and he looked through the list and he said, I want to volunteer at the Cleveland Playhouse. So we took all the training and we did it all last year. I'm on leave right now. He's going by himself, but I'm hopeful to start again soon. It is just the most fun. If anybody lives close enough to do that, we do it on Tuesday evenings. You can pick the time you're going to work. And, you know, we wear our little, our little uniforms and we, um, we see people or we take tickets or we, you know, there's a lot of different jobs we do. And then we watch whatever it is. And um, it's, it's been great. It's real interesting people. And um, it's, it's, it's been a fun um, way to help out the playhouse, but then also kind of see learn all more of ourselves. And we saw things we never would have seen. I, I mean, I never would have gotten Brad to go to a modern dance recital or, you know, we, we've done all kinds of different um, um, productions. And, but, but, but and I, can know. I just say that is that piece where you said you would camp and that isn't exactly in the beginning wasn't exactly your passion, but you did it right. for him. This is kind of the reverse of that. You know, you would love to go see modern dance or some kind of right. African dance or some kind of thing. And, and he might not have, but because you're doing this together and this was your thing, again, that's that beauty of you're yeah. both learning from each other, even when you're not really planning on it. Right. Yeah. And I was a little bit concerned that maybe if I wasn't able to go, he would not be as excited about going, but um, Les Miserables is coming up in the next couple of weeks and he's working two different, two weeks in a row. And I thought, oh golly, is he gonna um, balk at that? And he said, no, I love to see these musicals more than once because I start seeing things the second time that I didn't notice the first time. And so he's really into it, which is so much fun for me. Well, I, I, love I, know that, I know that he said, uh, cause we, we went with you to see Jesus Christ Superstar, but then he had seen it in his red coat. And, you know, that was like so impactual for him. He had this whole epiphany, which right. again is another learning, another right. thing to learn about and go through. So again, I just cannot say how much I admire that. And I think in your, you said something before we got on and, oh, you know, this is just what people I know do. And I, I, I listeners, this goes back to surrounding yourself with good people, inspiring people, people who are, like-minded and trying new things and living life and being in the moment. And I think that's really important because what you're explaining, you know, you inspire me and I've done my own things and, you know, we inspire each other, but that's the quality of the people that you surround yourself with. I have great friends and they, they are all doing really, really interesting work. And I, I love that. Yeah. 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 So Ray, was it that bad? Well, Michelle, <laughs> I told Michelle that, uh, you know, she's taken so many risks. I know what Michelle was like before she started the podcast where, you know, the, the idea of the whole, the, working with all the technology was, was new. Right. And, and she just jumped in and did it. And I, I just am in awe of what you've done with this podcast. And so it, it was my turn <laughs> to be uncomfortable. Well, I appreciate it. And, and again, what I always say to our guests, usually it's just like having a conversation like we would have any other time, you know, right. And, and we do have some exciting things going on with our podcast. Um, we had our first event 
called Connect, where we're bringing ladies together. Again, like-minded ladies. You know, sometimes I say the same thing you said. I feel like everyone talks like I do. It's just nothing special. But this is because we surround ourselves with amazing, wonderful, inspiring people. Um, and so this group is coming together. We're going to be sending out more information about it. But um, it's going to be a really great way to build relationships and, and collaborate and, and do community outreach and have fun. So there's a lot of stuff like that coming. So um, we'll be announcing more of that down the road, but hopefully Ray will jump in and, and have some fun with us when she I will. I'll be at the next meeting. Yep. So I hope our listeners hear that as well and maybe check out what's coming. But Ray, thank you so much. My beautiful, beautiful, intelligent, intellectual, stimulated friend. <laughs> Michelle, I, I really appreciate you. And, um, and it's been fun. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. And if you hold on for a second, I'm going to say sayonara to our, our listeners. And as always, stay cheeky.